Today in the show, I'm talking about factors considered when evaluating current or prospective employment opportunities. Welcome to the Simple Money Solutions Podcast, where we focus on your money from a Canadian perspective. This show is produced weekly and shown us for every episode you can find at livelifesimple.ca. Now let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, I'm Trevor, your host, and as mentioned in the intro, today I'm talking about factors to consider when evaluating employment opportunities. So this podcast is a personal finance podcast, and income-producing jobs is at least 50% of most of our personal finance equations. And without question, we have far more control over our expenses as opposed to our income. And if you're trying to improve your financial situation, I highly recommend you focus on your expenses first. Although this podcast is about uh, job evaluations, which which would suggest income, I, ju- I just want to say, say it up front that you should really focus on expenses if you're either in a bad financial place or you're really trying to improve your financial situation. Don't ignore income, but focus on expenses. And I'll give an example. If Let's just say you want to reduce your expenses. You, you could you could sell something. You could eliminate expenses like you could stop eating out. You could, you could discontinue your cable service. All these choices could be painful, but at the end of the day, you control the decision. Conversely, if you wanted to increase your income, your options are more limited. You could ask your employer for a raise. You could find a new job. You could create a side hustle. All these things are a little more challenging and the outcome's a little more uncertain. So always focus on your expenses first when you're trying to fix a financial problem or improve a financial situation. But like I said earlier, income makes up 50% of the, your personal finance equation. So I thought we, we need to address it at some point in this podcast. So for most of us, we work a job to earn money to live off of. And quite often we base that job decision on money first. And that approach is flawed. And I'll give you a couple of examples of how it could be flawed from two different perspectives. So if you have a job that's not a really good fit for your skill set, maybe it's a little beyond your abilities and results in poor job performance, the consequence could be job termination, which could put you in a real financial bind. Conversely, you could be stuck in a dead-end, life-sucking job that is so mind-numbing that you may end up spending more money on entertainment to compensate for that mind-numbing job. So those are two different perspectives where focus on money first, it can be a huge flaw. So back in episode 10, we had author Tim Stobbs, author of the book Free at 45, Retire Early and Happy, on the podcast. And in his book, uh, right in the beginning, he describes a job that he, he just hated with a passion. You, you could read it in the words. You could almost hear him screaming it. And I'm going to read a quote from it. So, quote, from that day forward, I made a promise. I must find at least a couple of things about my job enjoyable. If not, start looking for another job, end quote. And that rang really true with me. But it, it kind of raised some more questions is enjoyable is a pretty vague term. So, you know, you, you really have to peel it back and say, is this job really enjoyable? You also need a perspective to, to, to measure it against because uh, most of us, it's called work for a reason because it's work. It's not fun. So it, it, you really need a perspective to evaluate the word enjoyable. But later in Tim's book, he comes up with four questions he asks himself uh, whenever he's evaluating a job. And these are questions he would ask himself before he considers money. So the, the questions are, one, will I find the work interesting and challenging? Two, will I enjoy working with the people I've met so far? Three, what is the attitude or policy on overtime and work-life balance? Four, do they have family-friendly benefit policies? So those are Tim's four considerations before money. And I agree with them wholeheartedly. Um, I kind of want to come up with something in a sort of a different direction and a little less specific. So 
I'll start with, we've all heard stories from family or friends um, that have jobs they, they love and jobs they hate. And when I listen to these stories, there always seems to be three prominent factors that continue to come up in these stories. They're either about a boss, co-workers, or the job function itself. That's very broad and very high level, but there seems to be that common thread through all the stories that I, I've heard about people's jobs. If you love them or hate them, it always seems to come back to those three things. I think the common thread is these three factors impact you on a daily basis. So, you know, a direct supervisor impacts you on a daily basis without question. You're going to encounter them either through the phone, email, in person. They're going to be there all the time. Uh, your coworkers, some people work in isolation, but most of us have coworkers we have to interact with on a daily basis. And then the job function itself, that's the daily grind of the nuts and bolts of what you do, uh, sort of what you produce every day. So those three factors, your boss, your coworkers, and the job function itself, those, those are the three things I think that I would evaluate before money in evaluating my current job or a prospective job. So I'm going to break these down. So a horrible boss. So two perspectives. A horrible boss can suck the life out of you, can destroy your self-confidence, and, and make you completely miserable. Conversely, a great boss can be a positive influence can put a positive spin on any situation can motivate you to achieve things you never thought possible so a boss can impact you dramatically in both both perspectives uh, so co-workers they can destroy your self-confidence you you've read stories of these extreme bullying work environments uh, could drive you into depression conversely co-workers can be a great resource you could be part of a team maybe some of your co-workers are mentors or you're a mentor to somebody else and uh, you can get great motivation from that. And then the job function itself. I mean, you could, as I described earlier, you have a mundane, life-sucking job that's not engaging at all, or a, a job that's way beyond your skill set. And and maybe as a result of something called job creep, this is where things just get added to your job little by little. And before you know it, it's a job that's unworkable. And conversely, some people have jobs where they're, they're saving lives. They're, they're making a difference to people's lives every day. And they're very gratifying. So those three factors, uh, you'd be pretty hard-pressed to tell, find somebody to talk about their job that when they don't talk about at least, I'm going to say all three of them, in, in either love them or hate them. So I put this question to myself, and I'm going to put it to the listeners. If you had to choose one of these three scenarios, what would it be? So you can't, it's not a la carte. You can't pick and choose. I'm going to give you one of the three scenarios. So a horrible boss great co-workers, great job function. Number two, horrible co-workers, great boss, great job function. Number three, horrible job function, great boss, great co-workers. If, if you had to choose one of those scenarios, uh, what, what would it be? So for me, my theory is that any two of these are negative. That is a job you need to leave or not consider. Life is far too short to expose yourself to any two of these negative factors for any extended period of time. I know, we all need money. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have far more control of our expenses than our income. So find a job you love and adjust your expenses to accommodate that income. Life is far too short to, to work a job. Heaven forbid all three of these are, are negative, but even two of them, I mean, that could be a pretty dark place. So in, in, in assessing, you know, is my boss really that bad or, or are my coworkers really that unreasonable or is the job function really that that life sucking, 
I, you really, it's, it's a judgment call, and sometimes you need a, a point of reference or a, or a perspective to help you come up with an answer to those questions. And a couple of places you can go, you can talk to coworkers, and I would say don't do it in a complaining tone. Don't don't lead your coworkers into a uh, into a conclusion saying, you know, is this you know does this job really suck as much as I think it does? They just might agree with you. So you you have to find a way to consult your coworkers without asking them a leading question. Meaning you're you're giving your opinion first. Also, if you belong to a professional organization, say you're an engineer or an accountant. Uh, you can go to the meetups and stuff and, and and talk to them and ask them about their jobs. Again, don't ask them leading questions. You want to just, you know, ask them, you know, tell me about your coworkers or, you know, just be very neutral in your questioning. Uh, you can always go to family and friends. You know, parents are great. They've they've been through the whole cycle. I mean, it may have been a different world when they worked, but uh, I don't think those three factors have changed over time. Everyone had a job, coworker, and a job function. So uh, parents and grandparents are great resources. Online forums. Uh, there's a forum I'm a huge fan of. It's called Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. Uh, there's a, just a plethora of information out there on everything you think of. They're called subreddits. And there, there's ones on um, jobs. And uh, I, I found lots of resource there. Another one is go to a job interview. Uh, even if you're not looking for a job, go to a job interview. And find out how these people come across. You know, just you, you, you might get a, a different spin or a different feel, a di- different atmosphere. I mean, you can only get so much of a job interview, but it's a, it's a perspective. And another uh, another consideration is if you if your life permits, take on a part-time job and, and see what those, you know, that boss is like and those coworkers are like. And you don't have to do it for very long, just long enough to, to get a perspective. So those are things to consider. And I, I've worked at a job for almost, the same job for almost 20 years. So I, with a question, am somebody who has probably lost perspective on those three factors uh your boss your coworkers, your job function after 20 years you you just you don't know what it's like somewhere else you've just you can't even remember your last job you've, you've lost complete perspective so i touched on these resources all the time periodically every chance sort of every you know holiday or family function i'll bounce it off somebody you know so how's the job you know and i sort of push them for some details and i find it helps so this podcast is called Simple Money Solutions, and I know I'm telling you to consider three factors ahead of money, and that's because it will eventually have a monetary impact. A job that is a bad fit, you'll perform poorly, and you may get fired and lose your income. There's a monetary impact. A job that's not challenging enough, you could lose earning potential. You you could be earning more money, but you you just stay in a, a mind-numbing, mundane job that's not challenging you. A bad boss could limit your professional growth, shake your confidence, and again, you could ha- lose earning potential. So there, there's a, a money solution in, in considering non-monetary factors when evaluating a job. There's a book out there I'd recommend. It's by Jeff Goins. It's called The Art of Work. And he really talks about different ways to sort of find a job and, and it's not always a direct path. You know, one job, you develop a skill which leads to another opportunity you otherwise would have not been exposed to. It's a really engaging book. I, I highly recommend it. I've read the book. I've also listened to the audio book. The audio book is, is really well done. So that's The Art of Work by Jeff Goyne. I hope this has motivated you to take some time to evaluate your current or future employment options from a different perspective. Well, that's it for this episode. Please give the show rating on iTunes because it helps us get noticed. And visit our website at livelifesimple.ca where you can find links to all of our social media. Thanks for listening.